It's Friday, folks. The end to another week. This is Dave Bauer, Senior Marketing Analyst for Provimi. And before we start the weekend, I'll recap some pork industry and market highlights. And I'll also list some of the things to think about as we prepare for next week. First, I want to share sentiment that I missed sharing last week as I, along with millions of Americans, celebrated our nation's Independence Day. Hopefully, you were able to spend time with family and friends, barbecue some pork, and enjoy some form of fireworks celebration. I was reminded of the freedoms that we enjoy as a nation and that these freedoms weren't without challenges and tough times. And over the past couple hundred years, there have been many, many challenges. Today, we are once again met with challenges across all industries as well as our personal lives as we work through a virus pandemic that present-day generations have never seen. But rest assured that just as our ancestors before us did, we will get through these challenging times and see our country thrive once again. Stay strong, America. We will get through these challenging times. In the news this week, USDA released their monthly export report, confirming the record pace seen in the weekly reports. The 239 million metric tons of combined muscle cuts and pork variety meat exports were record for the month of May. Year-to-date combined exports to our top 10 customers for the first five months of the year were 75% higher than the same period last year and accounted for 93% of the total. These exports, of course, were led by China, which has increased U.S. pork and pork variety meat imports by 450% over that of last year and alone accounts for 37% of the combined year-to-date exports. Mexico's year-to-date take is up 18% over last year and accounts for 20% of the total. Japan's year-to-date total is up 38% and makes up 13% of the year-to-date total. Canada's take is up 23% versus last year and makes up 7% of the total. And to round out the top five, although South Korea's year-to-date exports are down 1.5% versus last year, they still account for 6% of the total. U.S. pork and pork variety meat exports have made 12 straight monthly records going back to June of 2019. But due to the unique circumstances of the past year, it's just not enough to make a difference in the surplus in available live supplies. And on the topic of making a difference, daily slaughter rates have reached as much as 92% of capacity, resulting in a couple weeks of 2.59 and 2.625 million head kills, but packer run rates aren't the headline story. Yes, they are still key, but the focus now turns to processing and food service capacity. It's now their turn to drive supply chain recovery, and the resulting demand will drive price recovery. For example, on the subject of further processing, if plants aren't deboning hams and taking the time to create all the trimmings that they were pre-COVID, the quantity of high-value cuts in the composite cutout as well the quantity of trim cuts, have been reduced to a point where this is reflected in the rapid drop in cutout values. So slaughter may be back at 92% of daily capacity, but it's been at a cost to product values. So the supply chain is like a multi-dimensional puzzle, and run rates are but one dimension of that puzzle. And on the topic of forward profitability, the forward curve is holding value and on Thursday even made some technical moves higher but it still is dependent on when we can reduce the backlog of market animals created by disrupted supply chain. Per USDA weight estimates in the June hogs and pigs report, it will be October 
before the under 50 pound group falls below year ago levels. For comparison, the 180 pound plus group and 120 to 179 pound groups reflect an average 12% more market animals than last year. Some market watchers might even say that the barn space today may reflect we reduce forward numbers faster than USDA estimates, and this would have an even more positive influence on the forward profitability if that were to play out. Also of concern might be what feed input costs do after Friday's grain supply and demand report. Mitigating risk on feed inputs during these uncertain times will be worth the option premium you'll pay. And what's ahead for next week? Our Provimi Nutrition teams continue to provide innovative ways to manage performance and the technical support to monitor progress. They remain dedicated to help customers make smart decisions throughout these challenging times. So, lean on your trusted advisors to help you think through the best scenarios for your business and continue to be proactive in your day-to-day efforts. These are unusual times and it will pay dividends to be prepared. At Provimi, We strive to give you the information you need to run a more precise pork system. So if you have questions or comments on this week's podcast, I'd love to hear from you. Reach out to me by clicking on the Ask Dave button on your Feedstuff's Precision Pork Podcast landing page. Thanks for listening, and make sure you plan today for tomorrow's success.